Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? I hope you said good. I'm doing good. Doing well. Waiting for Nancy to come on into the chat room and uh, get this ball rolling. But my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host no matter what for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the um, California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, uh, Sacramento, California. Let me double check this. Maybe I sent her the wrong link by accident. Give me a second, okay? Because I had a bunch of links going through here last night and some pre-record shows that I set up and maybe I sent her the wrong link. Let me double check. Ah, there she is. Anyway, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong. Let me get comfortable here. We're 45 strong up and down the state, and that means we can help you if you think you might have a paranormal problem. Um, it might take us a while to get to you, but we will get to you. California is a big state. I swear my hat's crooked today. It's always crooked. Maybe it's just my head's crooked, right? Anyway. If you're watching from Facebook tonight and you like what you see and you haven't watched before, please be sure to um, hit that like and follow button. You know, if you haven't followed yet um, over on Facebook, and uh, you can follow me at my own page on Facebook, or you can follow me at California Haunts Ghostly Events. As well, you can follow me over at Instagram, and that's Ghost Ghosty Gal, and that's all lowercase on Instagram. Um, if you're watching from YouTube, same routine. You look at the bottom right-hand corner over here, and there's a little ghost with a magnifying glass. And if you click on him or her, uh, if, you, if you click on that, that'll pop up with a nice big red subscribe button. And that subscribe button will lead you to subscribe. And that means you get to get heads up whenever we have any new videos or anything coming up. There's over 490 videos sitting over there. In fact, I'm creeping up at my 500th video. So that means we're probably going to put, do a special show. I think it's coming up. So I'm creeping up on my 500 video. And um, so, yeah. So there's an end. Because I'm a journalist, I don't like to cover the same stuff all the time. So I like different stuff. So if you look through all those four, all those videos, you, you're, sure, you're sure to find something that appeals to you. Okay? That being said, you can also find us on TikTok at California Haunts, all lowercase. You can find us on Twitter at CalHaunts, and I gave you everything else a few minutes ago, so there you have it. Today, we're going to talk haunted objects. I'm going to move something over here. And we're going to talk haunted objects, and uh, you know, John Zappas, for a, couple, for a year or so there, had his show Haunted Collector on, and uh, I have a lot of respect for John Zappas. He's been on the show a couple of times, and the the critics were really hard on the show because their attitude was that he was going into people's houses, telling them that they had like a haunted antique and then taking the antique for himself and storing it in his museum. That was their attitude. All right. I can tell you, you know, from personal experience, and I'll, I could probably tell you about my experience later on the show. If you have a haunted object in your house, and even if it's a good thing, but there's stuff moving around your house and stuff like that, you're not going to really want it in your house. You're going to want to do something with it, <laughs> okay? And that's why there's people like John Zappas to come, you know, that you can send stuff to or to come and check it out and collect it because you really don't want that thing wanted in your house, all right? So what John Zappas has done is terrific because he's got that museum and, you know, he takes the stuff and collects it. I mean, it's not only him. You know, the Warrens have their own museum and even Zach, right? Zach from Ghost Adventures has his museum where he gets haunted objects as well and keeps them. They, they're, they're like the keeper of the haunted objects. So we're going to talk about some of this tonight. And I, I have a case that I did out in Vallejo a few years back that we can talk about as well. So I'm going to bring Nancy on and away we go. Here we go. I'm here. Oh, Hello. that sounds like something from a spook show. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, I actually have some cases uh, we'll talk about and one that's more or less personal to me. And then I have some references, and uh, we've all watched the movies uh, Conjure or 
I think it was the second one, yeah. the chair in England that was yeah. haunted because the guy wouldn't move after he got died. He died. I don't know if he took his own life, but the family moved in, didn't know the gentleman was still sitting in that chair. <laughs> That's Ooh. crazy. Aha, uh -huh. let's get in that chair together. <laughs> so that's really. Um, it could have gone the other way and you're sitting in the guy's lap, so we're not even going to go there. I was implying that. That's what I thought. <laughs> See, some people I, have radio. I can, I can say, I'm old. I can get away with it. <laughs> some people have. <laughs> Some people have rated our show. Some people have PG shows. We have an AG I was show. I was trying to <laughs> agent before it's common sense. Uh, no, love it. AG, AG is anything goes, right? I took it another way. I mean, it all well, depends on how you want to take something. And, whoever uh, takes it, right. Right. <laughs> okay. That would be okay. really we freaky got... to find out. You were sitting in this chair and all of a sudden... Whoopee. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go there. I don't think so, but I think that the agitation after a while, like he's sitting there thinking, why is this person on my lap? How, how dare they be in my home? Let yeah. alone, I call this a, ha a conscious haunting. Like he's not going to move. He, he, I think he realized he was dead, but this was his house. He was angry. He was just all, so he was not going to leave until he had good reason to leave. Just and an that, FYI, I'm about to make a really loud noise because my desk is so small, I have an empty water bottle, and I really have no place to put it. So here we go. Ready? Just like the Russians. Salud! There we go. Okay, we're gone now. <laughs> it's, that's when you put it on the floor and tap it with your foot, honey. <laughs> you can just tell what kind of night is going to be. Uh... Hi, Jerry, Marissa. I, I moved over to the comments. Anyway, I, I want to <laughs> give credit to a couple articles. Um at least one article I have here. Uh, I did Google this. I don't have a lot of um, articles that people can read. Um, uh, can objects be haunted? And this um, was written by Adam Andrew Adams, um, KSLTV.com, October 31st, and uh, 2018. I like some of the things he said. Yeah, they all have their own spirit, meaning... Um, at, furniture can have its own people love furniture I just um, have furniture that comes from a, the influence I believe from a past life because I started having flashes of France at, about five years after I bought my French furniture no it's not the girly silver looking but it's definitely not my era but I felt so compelled to buy it um, and I do love it and most of you don't know, one of the things I want to do is continue learning uh, chess. And one of the tables is a chessboard with two oh, chairs that match it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Humans have the ability to leave part of their essence, part of their soul, as it were, in something that they have created and that they used. Occasionally, Evans acknowledged that spirit or energy can prove to be negative. And I would say also, um, my life doesn't start just because I'm on the radio here. Um, I guess at some point, do you love something so much that even if you're going to die or you have to sell it, you keep a piece of it with you? I kind of think so. Um, and if you're somebody who is possessive of furniture and you're forced to f f have it removed, you're angry. Does that energy that was part of you now go with that furniture in an angry mode? I believe that all of it is true. Um, so I was going to be humorous with this. How many of us excuse me, all of us, antique, uh, secondhand store, thrift markets, uh, Roseville auction, some of these places where you could look, oh my gosh, how much fun it is to see furniture that's been handed down by generations. And unfortunately, some people have to pass over and then they're sold or as it doesn't fit in other people's families' homes. Mm -hmm. But it's treasures that we can now have. But I really do believe as with watches and rings that you can buy a jewelry store. How many of us have looked at antique rings? So my grandmother, who was a silent screen movie star, a mentor once, it's fun to mention family. She was very, very popular. And she was engaged and married. Um, we don't know for sure how many times, but it was clearly between the first husband and last husband. And she got a three carat ring. And she wore it and wore it and wore it. And it passed down. And I never really could wear it. Urgh. I have it. 
it's for the family, but for me who's super, super sensitive, I plan on passing it down to the women in our family. I, I have a son, he has two daughters, my daughter has a daughter, you know, that kind of a thing. So you kind of wonder what you do, but if I'm so sensitive, who else could be? That's very personal to me. Uh, so I have to really think about that. But she had this beautiful ring with lots of diamonds and diamonds and diamonds. And you wonder, what's the story behind that? Because she didn't have it for the first marriage. And she didn't have it for the last one. So you kind of wonder, who was it? We have photographs of her with very elegant men because of that era. And uh, mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting to think, what's the story behind the story? So if you have a chance to get hold of, can objects be haunted? Andrew and Adams, that's hard to say quick. What are they parents thinking? Andrew Adams, October 31st, 2018. It was very well done. Um, and then I want to tie it together. There's another one. Another place might be interesting to go. I give credit to people that will do this. Go on eBay or Etsy, E-T-S-Y, and type in haunted objects. And they have a marketplace for it. It's haunted underscore objects. And you will find multiple, multiple sites declaring haunted objects. I kind of think maybe not all of them are haunted. They haven't hired me to get the vibes off of them. I could, but do they want that? How about a house being haunted? Same thing, mm -hmm. is it a house object? Absolutely, absolutely. So I think this is all kind of fun. Uh, Shara will, uh, what honey, are you Let me add into the house thing to explain to people when you mean that a house could be haunted. Uh, it's walls. an object. Right, it's an object plus walls, whether it's wood or it's plaster. Walls can absorb energy, so if there's a lot of hand, hi, okay. if there's a lot of hand, go ahead, just you. spit it out, honey. <laughs> a lot of, if there's a lot of high energy in the house, and there's some cultures. Mm -hmm. My mother was a very, very quiet person, and I love standing in front of group people. I have something to say. I entertain really every weekend for 15 years. Do you think I was tired? Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the pushes to move out of California, my new husband said, you need a break. Why don't we go to Tucson and you do the events in, in Arizona and mm -hmm. uh, we'll come back and forth. Well, guess what? Two years later, the recession <laughs> happened. But um, uh, I do love that. But in my private life, people know me as very quiet. Right. And I like being quiet. I like my, I like being in my home. I like my environment's very colorful. I have beautiful things in here. Uh, and I, I like that. But I'm not a split personality. But I have to say, for those of you who aren't aware, I do have a couple website. My name, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com. But on Nancy Mats, the store or places where you could buy product, go down the bottom page. There's myself and a friend named Char with two big dolls. And they are what we call Catherine's Creations. Wow. And they're four and a half, five feet tall. Iris and Rose. I love those dolls. I walk up, I go, the one of them, look, unfortunately, mom, <laughs> my mom's sister, don't hear this wrong, mom. And Iris looks like my mother <laughs> when she got older. <laughs> and I go and I hold her face and I, oh, mom, how are you doing today? You know, or Iris. And I put a lot of love into these dolls. So eventually, do I need to sell them? I probably will. Who will get them? I hope with a lot of love because they will go with a halo of love around them. They've never been abused. Nothing of mine is abused, but those dolls look like small humans, four and a half feet tall, <laughs> five feet almost. Rose, who's uh, Hispanic looking, uh, she's a larger girl. And Iris, who's a tiny, scrawny little thing, <laughs> she's, she's the shorter of the two. Anyway, I wrote a play and... Uh, something funny happened on the way to the altar and these two old ladies meet at the wedding so if you want me to do more on that you will have to have a discussion later on okay uh <laughs> go ahead Charlie. what i was saying when i when my lips tightened up was that wood <laughs> believe it or not wood, wood will hold energy and if you have a lot of arguing or high energy in the house mm -hmm. or even yeah. what they call a, a, an imprint 
of say, say like from my house, for example, it doesn't happen yet. I haven't seen him, but my grandfather every Saturday night would take a bath at 7:30 p.m. Ah. So every Saturday night he would come out of his bedroom and walk to the bathroom and get in the tub. Now this happened for like five years. There's an imprint there of him taking that walk down my hallway. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes that's where you get these things where the ghosts don't interact with you, but it's like a playback, like a tape playing back. That's an mm-hmm. imprint. That's why when Nancy says houses can do that, they can because even bricks will hold energy like that. Absolutely. I, you know? I have a belief that things that help had life in them at one time, like wood, mm-hmm. can then again have life attached to it. Right. So anything right. with wood, and I've lived in wood houses during my first marriage, uh, wood ceilings, beams, that type of thing. And I don't know that it helped any. Now I have one story and I'm going to shut up. You oh, guys can I wait a minute? Let me, yeah, let okay, me finish this. So I was trying to thought. Most of you know that um, I communicate with deceased people. And I also de- dedicate a lot, not a lot, but a surprising number of people call me about deceased loved ones. Mm-hmm. And then I deal with the death and dying. And I was actually hospice for a few years. Uh, it took a lot of my time and I just didn't, I'm not a wealthy woman. I had to work, so I couldn't stay with it, but I do like it. And one of the things I tell people of a deceased family member that was living in Shars, like in Shars situation, that's what I did want to talk about that. Um, say you're widowed and your, your husband was there or the vice versa, or you had grandma and grandpa living with you. <clears throat> There's such a thing as creating a pattern. We all have patterns in our life. We have a routine. But senior seniors, if they're lucky enough to live that long, I hope we all get to, usually they'll be comfortable in a chair and they'll get up and go into the kitchen, they'll go into the mm-hmm. bathroom, they'll go in the garage. And a, I call it the rut. A rut is created. And they don't deviate a lot. And sometimes I can walk into a house, which is very odd, is I'll walk into a dip of energy. I go, oops, that man walked here. And some, and sometimes people will pick that up and start grieving all over again. Mm-hmm. And so they're in hospital training plus what I, 32 years, everybody better know what I'm talking about, right? I say, you have to break that up. And you don't have to buy all new furniture. You don't have to do a lot. Sometimes moving living plants around. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a real, I, I don't have a Hobby Lobby near me nor did I when I was on Black Mountain near um, Wairika. Um, little tiny mirrors that you can get at Hobby Lobby or one of the craft stores, glue them to a string or a little piece of rope and have two or three of them in, like in the window or in a corner and refract light. Um, mm-hmm. Painting uh, a wall, an accents wall, um, just rearranging the furniture so somebody doesn't have to walk in the same path. Very, very important if you're grieving Unfortunately, grieving to me, as with anger, looks like leopard spots on you. And it's very hard because you get grieving and you just hold it in, hold it in. You're off. It's terrible. I'm so sorry. I've grieved. So I'm not like immune to what you're talking about. I grieve myself because I almost died a couple of times. And we grieve for a loss, potential loss. And so we have to carry it on us. We don't have to. What that does is it reinfects you just like a haunted object people walking around you, you're hot and a haunted object of your own stuff. So mm-hmm. I tell people you have to work it off of you. Uh, get a Nerf baseball bat, go to the forest, the ghost backyard or the garage, beat it off. I'm no angry no more. Baba, if you're grieving, redirect the grieving. Have beautiful things around you. Pick up everything in the house that makes you grieve the most and create a shrine. Redirect that. Go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And to turn it around, I'm not trying to turn the topic tonight, but it's part of being haunted. You're haunted. Objects are haunted of grieving. Is You have to turn around. The grieving of a lost parent is the rejoicing that that person was in your life at all. How many hours, how many days, how many months, how many years can you reflect back on the good times? Try to reverse that because then you become the haunted person that no one wants to be around. Does that make sense, everybody? I try not to. That's very delicate. I talk a lot about that. It's very hard when someone's lost a child or a parent. Recently, I've had a few. Just in the last couple of weeks, I've had, watch my eyes, everybody, <laughs> three or four, just in the last couple of weeks, wow. which is astounding number. 
but this is what I do for a living. This is what I can do for you. So um, give you tools. That's what I call it. Don't become the object object in your life. That's also very, very important. And then now I'll turn it over to Char. Oops, okay. the other way, Char. <laughs> so let's talk about haunted furniture a little bit. I had a case in Vallejo of a woman uh-huh. who liked to collect antiques. Big alarm right there, right? <laughs> remember when we go <laughs> when we when my team goes out to look at a house that's that's having activity, we look at every piece of furniture in the house to see what it is, whether it's new, whether it's antique. And then if it looks kind of older, you know, we'll ask them, hey, where do you get your furniture? Do you buy it from, from you know, from, from Sears or, well, not Sears, but, but you know, Weinstock or Pennies or Levitt's or wherever the hell else? Well, Sears yeah. Sears went out a couple of years back, but Macy's well, Pennies yeah, also. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Montgomery Wards, but that's out too. <laughs> but it could be that old, Char. So, yeah, it could be that old. So we asked them where they got the furniture from because, because we want to know, you know, uh, do you do antiquing? Do you do this? This woman loved to do antiquing. So she buys it's this fun. big. Yeah. So her bedroom's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's got antique stuff in there. It's got this big antique. I don't know what she got. Is it like what they call them? Closed closet with the mirrors on there. Real big. Thing, oh, you know? boudoirs. Boudoirs. Yeah, but, yeah. Whatever you call that. And so she, she mentioned, she says, you know, I got this thing and I started having nightmares. Oh, no. And right away, I called the psychic again, the Sabrina at that time. <laughs> And Sabrina walks in and she goes, come here, I need to talk to you. And I said, what? She, I see blood. <laughs> oh, God. What oh, no, she saw blood? I see blood all over, I see blood all over the, the, the bottom part of that, 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 that closet. Oh, I said, what do you mean? She says, he chopped him up. I mean, this is crazy. You're standing there and you're like, what the heck? But apparently what she picked up on it, and we verified it later on. This thing had happened uh-huh. back east, whatever this was. That this gentleman had gone insane and had chopped up his kids. Oh, oh. And hid them from his wife in the drawers. As though they would as though they would never be lost. Right. Not- the drawers in the bottom of this of this thing. As though and the wife so, would never ask again about it. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently somebody got it later on and you know did the did the restain on it so you couldn't see what was in there and all that. But this is part of what was going on at this woman's house. Was I this can't thing. Imagine. Mm-hmm. And so we had to tell her, we said, well, we're sorry, but where did you get this? You know, so we had to trace it back and everything. And I, and I said, unless you want to keep having nightmares, you're going to have to do something with this, get rid of it, do something. You know, and yeah, you don't have to, you will have to cover that. I don't know that you have to get rid of it, but you have to turn it over, turn it around. Yeah, or something sure. to fix it. Yeah, uh-huh. to, to fix the situation. But I mean, she was really going through a lot of torment with this thing, you know, in the house. And I remember it was one of my first times out. With my team, and I remember oh, no. I was the budding psychic, but I was good enough. Like if there were any, like if there were any ghosts or anything, I could hold mm-hmm. them in a room, mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't come out. Because she wanted to talk to this woman without these ghosts coming out to, you know, to hear the <laughs> conversation. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about this murder, right? So I'm sitting there in this dark room, and oh, she's like, <laughs> in yeah, the dark stay, room, stay in there and watch the ghosts, and so. I could see Sabrina doing it. I could. Yeah. You, told you know, so I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh my God, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm holding the ghost <laughs> in here. The guy's a murderer. Right. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> so that's my that's my experience, other than my own personal one with with a haunted object, because that was that was wild. When the psychic walks in and goes, oh my God, there's blood everywhere. I see blood. It's like, what? You know. But Were Sabrina you able to like, find a story on it? Yeah, we actually did research on it and. This thing had been built in the uh, 1700s. Oh my back goodness! East, and it made its way out to California, apparently after the murders. And there's even a record of a alleged murder that happened. So we we kind of were able to piece it together. Uh, um, not every piece has murder on it. Um, I was saying about my <laughs> French furniture, which I bought. <laughs> I bought new, but I turned around and I did go to. Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. A furniture store in Folsom, California. Doesn't matter. Anyway, they found antiques and redid them. So the French piece I got actually had padlocks and dividers at 1750. And I had it for quite a while, but for some reason it didn't quite match me. Maybe it was a man's dresser. I don't know. But I gave Mm -hmm. it to my granddaughter for one of her little girls. 
and she painted it rainbow colors green yellow blue and I tell you the energy switched boom just like that and I loved it it was so girly and had cute little buttons on it now and I thought to myself she didn't know she changed energy on that mm -hmm. maybe maybe someone who created it was all antique uh blue with goldy kind of look and maybe I didn't care for it or it just didn't seem to fit it was the wrong size the wrong width mm -hmm. you know it didn't fit I gave it to little my granddaughter and they sat all weekend painting two different dresses but that one you know here it was a <laughs> very old antique I just paid way too much money for it <laughs> and it turned out to be a little girl's dresser four-year-old I loved it. I loved it. So you can change the energy if you ch purposely to change the energy. I don't want to keep any um, of the old wood. One of the mm -hmm. things Sabrina would tell us, if we ran into an angry man or somebody that was angry and stuck in a rut like that, to give him a flower um, to soften it, to change the energy by giving him uh, a flower. I tell you, um, so I put, I worked telephone company for 24 years and early in the career, um, I was selected to be a, um, a service rep. Yay. <laughs> I changed my mind. How fun is that? And they put me through school, right? Like, okay, this doesn't work. But I learned in the class that, and this is the reason <laughs> they're giving me all this claim, uh, that you would never be lucky enough to talk to someone who wasn't angry. And they said, when you talk to someone's angry, you always are pleasant and smile, mm -hmm. even though they don't know it. If they really shout at you, you lower your voice. But you know why? Because angry people can't hear you if you're softening your voice. And when they yell and scream and you're there, all you do is, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because a lot of times they have to voice it out. Let's go back to the dresser. <clears throat> you go up to it. Yes, I've done this. And I, want, I have another story about a piece of furniture. Go for um, it. You might, you might have been on this case. <clears throat> So you have a haunted piece. Um, I'm kind of like a cheat a little bit. I actually became a spiritualist minister uh, the old-fashioned way. I had to study for 15 years. <laughs> no, I studied for two years, but I was in the spiritualist church, actually environment, every weekend for 15 years. So I put my dues in. And so I can shift my energy like when I do a reading. And so I go up to something and I go, Whoa, oh, hey, I, I take a breath. And I'm going to intentionally love us. And I go, just like holding a baby. And I lower my breath and I say, I love you. It screws them all up. I can't figure it out. Why do you love me? What, did, what, what, what? And you keep it up until you feel no longer the stress of something. You have to do it continually. And I would absolutely paint the inside the drawers. You don't have to paint outside. You have to change it. Change it on the wall. Put flowers mm -hmm. on it. You have to purposely change it. There isn't a thing in the universe that doesn't want attention or love. If something's insane, you cradle it, you love it, you say you're sorry. And I've talked about this in my ghost investigations, that people have hired me purposely. I never go in with anger. I know the TV shows do, and they get success. I can't do that because I'm not an angry person. I so rarely get angry. It's just unbelievable. It's just what it is. And when I do, I say, is this worth the anger? No? Okay. We stop. The husband and I, it went five minutes. Well, wait a minute. What's this about? And so we just talk it out. It, no point ever angry. And that's the way you treat spirit people. And you go, why are you angry? What's, un what's making you happy? And sometimes you can't hear it all because they're, they're incoherent. Are they a conscious spirit or um, unconscious spirit? Are they a conscious ghost or unconscious ghost? You have to plan what you want to say ahead of time so you don't lose track. Keep notes. Keep your voice low and pretend you're holding an infant because that's what they need. Uh, have I been in a room with things are thrown around <laughs> in this house? <laughs> but at the same time, they don't know that I'm hearing them. And I go, oh, crap, they're keeping me up again. You know, you go, well, okay. As long as I'm not being, something's not going to be tossed in the room. I don't care. Uh, it's really fun. I've enjoyed it a lot. Because these people are living, which proves to me, if you're in our world, you come around, listen to us. We're not talking fly. We're not. I'm trying to be tactful here. <laughs> you know, we're talking the truth. Why would I say anything but what I believe? 
these people exist and we exist after this mortal foam form we're wearing kind of gives up the ghost <laughs> the ghost spirit and so i'm more amused by the people who don't succeed in passing over healthy than not you have a problem in your house let me go talk to this person i wish i i wish i would win a big lotto so i could just do it for fun just well, to help everyone i wish i didn't have to make it can we say that when we're out shopping you know if we're looking at stuff at an antique store if we pick something up and it doesn't there's just something about it that doesn't feel right that would be wise yeah. to put it back down Do you, you know? are you asking me, do I put it I'm back down? I'm that question, yeah. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> I thought you were talking. <laughs> like, Come on, everybody in the room. Are you, <laughs> I was listening to you tell a story. Okay, yeah. Um, I, it, if it's a small object, then it was used in violence. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. Okay. So if it's bigger because a woman was grieving her death of her husband or a child was in the closet and put a lot of naked energy because they were afraid, right. those are things you can deal with. You can love it to death. Kill it with kindness. You know, you ever, you ever had the expression, you have a boss you can't handle? Kill mm -hmm. it with kindness. Turn it around. You can do that. But isn't that a risk we all take? Like when we go in, like people that like antiquing, you know, and, and you go to an antique oh. shop and you see something you like. I mean, it's a risk to buy anything. I, mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't buy antiques. That's, you know, that's not what I'm saying. We don't but want to kill risk. the culture. <laughs> you no, know, yeah. But there's a risk to everything. I mean, you know, you're, you're getting somebody else's stuff and, like like Nancy says, you know, somebody even I was I was just thinking about a little house on the prairie thing where Charles was out with this guy, they were furniture makers and and and, and this guy passed away and he goes to the house because because he made him a real nice tombstone. And when he, by the time he got to the house, the house was sold, the family was moving, and there was nothing left of this guy. And Charles mm -hmm. was all upset over it because he says, Oh, there's I have no mark on the world. But then later on mm -hmm. you see that he made this furniture. And it's like now 19, well, back to 1980, and people were bidding on it, and his initials are on there, you know, where he made his mark. And I think that's that's where that happens, too, because you, you're trying to say, okay, I want to be remembered. This is how I'm remembered. I think and we're so all like that. that. Sure, I, absolutely. Um, of course, I was listening to you and thinking of something I want to say now. I have to. I want to tell a story, another tidbit here. Uh -huh. Were you, so there was a couple that lived in an apartment in Rockland. And they asked me to come out. It seemed like someone took me there. Was Anyway, they asked me to check on a furniture in their bedroom. It was really beautiful. Great big pieces of log uh, as pillars. And in the bed, it was ropes instead of our um, metal spring. You know, we had the mattress and we had the spring thing mm -hmm. underneath. This was ropes. And I went in and I looked on the bed. And there was this old skinny guy laying there with his arms crossed. <laughs> and I went, what are you doing there? And he said, this is my bed. And I looked around. That you, was it your group, huh? I don't think maybe no, it was Kathy. I don't Kathy, remember maybe that Okay, so someone had taken me there to check on this. And this was a lovely couple. They had a child. And he had, the uh, husband, it was a young couple, had purchased. Maybe, Kathy, if you ever hear this, was it your group? <laughs> anyway, um, I looked at him. I says, what are you doing here? You're, you're just... <laughs> can't remember what I said, I said, but he disappeared. And I think it, I could remember he had blue eyes and he was looking around like, why was he here? Just because he made the bed? It's almost like I made him think he was a conscious ghost. He wasn't going to leave, but he had enough determination that he wanted to stay. But all I did was ask him a question. I says, why do you want to stay here? You don't have to stay here. You can go on. And he knew what that meant. I must have said other things because I was looking at him next moment. He was gone. And I thought, well, how about that? It was great. I thought, I, want, I don't even know how old it was. It was just massive, like you would see in a Yellowstone, the TV series. <laughs> Though the big house, the big beds. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of a thing. And here was this skinny old guy <laughs> with his arms crossed. He must have died in that position on a mattress of some sort. I just that's incredible. It. Story, it's <laughs> incredible. It's just incredible the stuff that you come across doing, you know, doing this work because, I mean, there, there's no thing that you you can wrap your mind around when you come in contact with this stuff and realize that that's, right. that's what it is. You know, well, it's and hard to believe people, it's possible. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to believe, believe it's possible. real. Yeah. yeah. 
And look at um, the people with the haunted dolls. I mean, let's, let's talk about some of these haunted dolls. I mean, like the Conjuring doll. I mean, she's scary. That, that doll is really scary. The, I, and it's a raggedy. What kills you? It's, it's in reality. It's not. It doesn't look like it's in the Conjuring kids. It's a raggedy Ann. You know. And yeah. what what little girl doesn't have a raggedy Ann when when they're growing up? I did. Up? I I, I think did I did. Have, I had one uh, cloth doll. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it comes to mind. I I, I was watching. Um, Paranormal Witness the other night, and they had one about a doll. And you just reminded me because this little doll looked like this little girl, and she Oops. fell in love with this doll. They no sooner get this doll, and the little girl has her own little imaginary friend she starts playing with, and it escalates from there. And then all of a sudden, the parents are noticing that the chandeliers are rotating, and all this stuff's going <laughs> on, and you know, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, dawns on them it's this doll. Priest comes in, does an exorcism of the house or the apartment. Of course. Nothing gets accomplished because the doll, was the, 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 whatever it was, went into hiding. So she ends up throwing it in the garbage can. Last scene of the show is that um, it falls off the garbage truck, and some little girl's riding her bike as she picks this doll up. It's just like, oh, okay. like Chuck, that series of Chucky. Yeah. They threw it in the garbage. Someone found it, picked it up. There's yeah. other, right? Um, I have no input because I, I just never put my mind to anything that they show on TV because I don't mm-hmm. want to. They all have stories. People believe them. They have to work with them. They could have cleaned them, cleared them, whatever. And then they put them away for safety. I, I can't I can't go there. I don't want to. These are stories you and I have talked about and references. I would like to give a couple things, a couple of thoughts on this thing. Um, I do believe that energy grows, creates, becomes. I also believe that energy spirit peoples can jump from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. So I talked to you last time of why people aren't don't believe they're dead or they don't go on. Um, sometimes it's amusement, but why not a child who dies goes to her favorite doll mm-hmm. and can't leave? I do believe that's possible. So the doll has to have a rescue. We have mm-hmm. to determine if that child who died didn't go on but stayed with her toy. That's something we have to address, and I believe that does happen. Um, does it mean the child will go to another doll or another toy? I'm just addressing things I've heard of, okay? Um, uh, uh, possessions in the house can have an addictive attitude to it, different, like a spirit will die and be so addicted to the furniture that it would go with that furniture and then get tired and stay with another piece and be passed around, passed around. I do believe that's possible also. Just because they became addicted to the furniture they owned, and, mm-hmm. and what woman out there doesn't have a ring or a piece of furniture they loved? So if I yeah. have this ring, I find it's a safe deposit box. I give it to my daughter. I stay with the ring because it belonged to my grandmother. And it's, it's absolutely gorgeous, everybody. Absolutely. And she gives it to her daughter and her daughter. What if I stayed with it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Does it mean it's haunted? It means it has an attachment. Different storyline. Um, so the energy can be, um, say someone jumps from a 13th, Four building, nine eleven, mm-hmm. and someone finds a watch. What is the energy of that? Energy of that watch. We talked about possessions being negative or positive. Sometimes you can't clear it. Sometimes it's final moments of distress. I would have a hard time wearing something or wanting to that belonged to an item of someone who died violently. My father was killed violently, and I. I don't know what I have of his, but I believe that somewhere we have a watch of his. And of course, I would never wear it. But what do I do with it? You love it. You have to love it. You have to love it. But in a violent moment, the body is um, distressed. And that energy goes out. I also believe that cars have that. So it was probably early 90s. People like me, I've been doing this for so long, but I also believe and I, I've always spoke of this, that the abilities really erupted 80, 84. Um, I had cancer 80 in 1987. I got divorced in 1990. Let's get all that stress, 90. And got into this 92. But the murder I predicted was in the morning. It happened that night. So I'm not talking about someone, I'm not talking about myself not having experience with this. Mm-hmm. And I have to be really careful when I advise people of possessions. And it occurred to me that the violence of death, like the Lizzie Borden home, so the person that got murdered was by his wife on furniture they owned. And I always wondered, what do we do if it's still in the family? 
what, what do we do with watches of a violent death? Something to really think about, can we really heal it? Is it really the spirit or is it just negative energy? Uh, people believe that salt, I have no answer to that. Um, I'm not an advocate of anything that has aroma to it. Spirit mm-hmm. people say they can't smell. They pretend they remember what's, which is fascinating to me. Uh, coffee, French bread, things that are very aromatic. They will say to me, would you have a cup of coffee for me? I re- I'll, they'll see them at the restaurants walking around looking at everybody's tabletop. Are you eating French bread? Or what, what are you eating that's smelly? So they can remember, right? So when you have to clean an object, I think it's um, love, light, put it in the sun, dissipate it with a affection. Um, you know, everybody has a means. I won't take my personal recommendation as gospel because I just don't know everything and I don't want to know everything. I think what works for you is the best thing that you can use and believe it, but you have to love it. You have enough belief in something that will carry it all over. So the same with, I mentioned earlier in my church environment, when you have so much belief that is absolute, then when I do a investigation haunting or whatever, that level of belief precedes me. That power precedes me. And the spirit or it will pay attention to me. Does that make sense, everybody? Mm-hmm. So just my belief in that will sometimes heal something. I can't heal everything, please. I just, you know, been <laughs> been at this a long time and I'm not young anymore. So I have uh, heard stories of families passing down haunted heirlooms to other to younger family members. Right. There's right. a lot of stories out there like that. Well, how, what family doesn't have that kind of thing? I have more notes over here. <laughs> we may run out of time again. Uh, what about Julie on a dead body? Same, same thing, honey. Uh, uh, my father was um, killed in a car, drunk driver. So at the morgue, he had a watch that was given to my mother. And that I have. It's in pieces, but it's a watch. So it was a dead body. It went through violence. Um, put it in the sun if it doesn't, you know, love it up. Um, your belief system, Marissa, would be very important. Do you love who wore it? Put that love into the watch. If you didn't love that person, I would put it in salt. I would put it outside. Whatever you feel would cleanse it will do it because the power of your mind is absolute. And oh, I know who you are, Marissa. Power of our thought is absolute. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I said it twice in one sentence, Nancy. Hello. <laughs> Marissa, thank you very much. That was a good question, honey. Um, any more what questions? About clothes? How about Goodwill? You know, people go to Goodwill to buy clothes. Oh, oh my gosh. I think nowadays people don't wear enough uh, uh, clothes enough to make it. I'm, I love thrift stores. I go, um, go and um, I usually look at the tag to see that it's not been worn because mm-hmm. I get kind of goosey. So I'm kind of particular. I think what grabs me is I'll see 10 pairs of shoes, all the same size, all the same style. And I mm-hmm. think, oops, someone doesn't wear them anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll stay away from things that are obvious. Obvious. Or stuff that looks really oldie timey, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, well, like my mom's era, for instance, you know, when my mom was alive and, and yeah. stuff from, 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 from the era that she would be dressed in, you know, and there's a lot of it sitting there and you're like, whoops, no, I don't think so. On the other side, it would be kind of curious to get a couple pieces like that and see if they have emotions and feelings to it. Now, you know, I know paranormal investigators who, like, like we, you know, we have our own shirts that we wear when we go out. And I've known paranormal investigators that after they go do an investigation, they get rid of the shirts or they burn them. Every investigation. You know, remember, belief system is everything. Yeah. If they believe that they have... Um, well, I want to find the right word. If they feel like it bled over onto them mm-hmm. or it attached to them, because I do believe in attachments now too, you cannot do something without being careful not to have an attached person, a spirit person attached to you. And I was doing an investigation with uh, uh, George Lopez, Port Orange Paranormal in 2012. And we were doing that. And all of a sudden I saw this big blob on this guy, mentioned it to the guy on the phone. I was, excuse me, everybody. I see it in my head. <laughs> I don't need a TV. <laughs> and 
anyway, I was doing the investigation. I was watching the people in the house through this. And I said to the guy, I says, how's so-and-so feeling? And he says, oh, man, oh, he was griping. He says, oh, my, funny you should say that, my chest. And I said, I'll take care of that. <clears throat> and with my hand out, put my mind to my hand, I went and pushed into the room, boof, like this. Okay. And, and I said, okay, it's done. And so the guy I was talking to turned around to the fella that I was described. He was just a tall guy. He said, how are you feeling? He says, he raised his shoulders. He said, you know, I feel really good now. So with my mind, I pushed that off of him. So it threw his body up through underneath the rib cage, through his uh, wing bone in the back. What that taught me, and that can be, any of these can be challenged. I can find these. These are all shows still on Block Talk Radio, everybody. And what that taught me uh, is how powerful our minds are. Yes, I have ability. I have a lot of body energy. Um, I'll be 75 in a couple months. And what, you, what that tells you is that my, even at my age, I have a lot of body energy. And we can manipulate it. That's why people like myself can do readings in all parts of the world. It's because I can move my life force. You can do it too. Um, I've been at this 32 years. I haven't lost my wind yet. I do tire out. But what that tells me is our mind's absolute. If you force your mind onto a situation, you could push it off that. If you believe the item is possessed or contaminated, Look at it as, as pure. Put it on silk and make it beautiful. Whatever it takes, whatever your belief system is, that will heal it or clean it. I'm just looking down there. Hey, what's up, girls? Ah, just, oh. You face in the chat room. I see that. Football player, I think. Anyway, my son's anyway. a football player. Yes. Uh, what's up? We're talking ghosts and possessions, young man, if it's a fella here. Um, it's really a fascinating topic. I could probably talk a little longer than most people have time for. We got 15 minutes. Is, uh, Shar, you want to talk about this any longer? Well, uh, yeah, me I mean, we have an announcement ahead. to make too at the end. Oh, but let's I mean, do this right now then. Let's do okay. the announcement. It'll run out of time. To make. So Nancy and I did a project yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? One of those days. <laughs> a couple of days. Where um, I had a client come in, it was a referral from someone else, and she just wanted a simple reading, or a reading upon her house. She was she in was California, out. she moved from Grass Valley to Pennsylvania. Yeah she, moved, Pennsylvania. Yeah, she, yeah, she moved to Pennsylvania, and she wanted a reading done because um, she was having issues in her new house. And so I went ahead and set this up with Nancy, and we did it. And uh, we kind of came up with this really cool kind of program thing, so that California Haunts can can get some, you know, extra cash going so we can buy equipment and stuff and do things, where if if you want a reading from Nancy Matz, all right, this is what we can do. Not personal. Has to be haunting. Right. <laughs> Has to be a haunting kind of thing, something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're having issues in your house or something's going on, um, Nancy will do a full reading on the house or object or whatever, and then she'll take a donation and the donation comes back to California haunts to help keep us going and, and do our thing. And so that's, that's what we're offering right now. You know, that's what we're offering. So if anybody out there listening has a haunt, has, has what they think is a haunting going on in their house or something like that, look us up. Look us up. I, I want to add to, this was a lovely young woman mm -hmm. and, uh, starting out, she bought the house and, um, what startled me at first is when you mentioned it about three weeks ago, we've been really busy and I kind of pinned her down. I said, sure, we got to get this lady. She's got issues. And I, <laughs> I put my mind to her. Mm -hmm. The house disappeared. I was standing in a field. <laughs> and I went, sure, <laughs> I can't see that house. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God. And then I saw the house and then went to the house. It was a mother, father, and a daughter. And the daughter was very young looking like a 13 to 15 year old late um 1850 18 late 18 something it was the dress that caught me uh attire and the man looked like he lived longer but it was mm -hmm. him that was walking around and uh i think i think it was you also that sent had me talk to another group of people um two or three months back about yeah. same thing it's like mm -hmm. the people from the past aren't aware that they're doing the hauntings it's, man was still looking for his daughter really uh, mm -hmm. sad sad but what 
threw me off as I couldn't tell where the new the house was that this woman was living in this neighborhood and that house. And I, at the time, when I do something like that, kind of write down those things and mm-hmm. then look look it up. Because I saw it so clear that I can tell you it was a gray blue colored house, two story square. Mm-hmm. It was so clear to me. I went, now what do I do? Like, but it's fascinating that it even happened. It doesn't happen every time. But that is called layering. And mm-hmm. so I will fall into different times. And and Char just told me today, she says, I wonder what I'd do if I took you somewhere and you go in there and the house disappears and you don't know what room you're in. <laughs> I says, I'll walk into a wall. What do you think? Well, I'm um, actually <laughs> I also I also told Nancy, I've been out on cases with psychics and it's happened to my own team, my my own psychic team, where they're you know, in the in the doing their reading and their trance thing, walking around. And they'll walk right into a wall in an old hotel because that's where a door was once. Yeah, it's so it's, it's funny uh, as hell. It's not it's not good for them because they hit their head off <laughs> the wall, but it's funny as hell to watch. It doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. And because I do so much on the phone, I'm I know what I'm doing and I can explain mm-hmm. it. The question is, why am I able to do it? And I love layering. It's like when the time she had me go through the hotel from my home. And I saw President Grant there, and I went, what is he doing there standing front with this horse? Because I layered down to the time he was there. And when he was there, everybody went, oh, my gosh, and put a lot of bubble of energy on that timeline. So then later on, Char is walking around, and she calls me up screaming at the phone, you won't believe this, but there's a picture of President Grant on the second floor on the wall. <laughs> I said, really? Oh, so yeah. I'd love to be validated. Because it's crazy to think this is even possible. And all these years, every time something new happens, I wish I had had a, I kept a diary. Because it's all kind she of amazing. Astound, she could still astound me. I did another hotel where she mm-hmm. had done that. And she says, well, you're going to go upstairs. And off to the left, you're going to see a row of rocking chairs. He sits in the <laughs> no, no, chair. No, no, hallway. Room. You oh, walk yeah, upstairs, you turn left, and then you turn left again. Then you yeah, take yeah, a yeah. right. The last room to the left. So I go walking up there, and my God, everything's there like she says. Or if I go into a house and she's described. Well, tell about the rocking room. chair. Finish the rocking. Oh, yeah. In the room, so, the last room on the left, going, yeah. there's a rocking chair, and there's an old man sitting in it. Yeah, and it's tell moving. Me. Yeah, it's moving back. It was moving. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> or I walk into a house, and she'll say, well, there's wallpaper over there that's got flowers on it, but it's yellow wallpaper. It's off to your right. And if you go straight ahead and make a left, that's the kitchen. And stuff like that just blows me away because you go in there and it's perfect, just like she says, you know, when you go into these places. So I'm a cheap yeah, tourist, everybody. I have clients that travel to have big vacations. And one fella, I said, kind of remember a couple of places you really found intriguing. So he went to Greece and he went to this platform area with rocks around it. And oh, that's cool. <laughs> he stepped into it and he's very intuitive. And he sat there for a minute. All of a sudden he heard chitter chatter like a, a farmer's market and i went there and he didn't tell me that and i went kind of yelling to the phone oh my god look at all these people <laughs> they're all walking around <laughs> and he had tapped into a layer in time and he stayed there so when i blended with him and where he was sitting i went to the same spot and the mm-hmm. same time i love it you know people take vacations i have a lady client in new york i mean, pardon me in um scotland and she'd go castles and I'd be in her head, you know, like, oh, I love this. And she and her husband, before he passed away, they took this tour and they went too close to the cliff, you know, like, guts. and I could, I saw, I went, did you ever look really, did you look closely to where you were going to go? And she says, all the roads are like this up here. No one, you know, really close to the edge. And I go, no, I can't do that. I, I'm a cheap tourist. I'd rather do it this way. It's really fun. If you guys have abilities, Char does keep classes. I do have classes. I don't teach, but I have the packages, but she does one-on-one. I love this, and I would encourage you to do this hard work. I would. I must be okay because I'm doing it 32 years now, 33 in May. Yeah. So I encourage you to do it. I get the biggest kick out of these abilities, and I think that most of these people tap into these shows, have that, I wonder if I could do this, I wonder what's going on, or what's the truth, but we're getting close at 7.30. Um, anyway, tell yeah, me. Getting, back, getting back to the donation. Let's go back to that. It's a donation. There's no set amount. I don't know if we're, if we're going to set an amount at some point. But we'll I probably mean, set a minimum. 
Yeah, like a minimum, but it won't be a very high minimum because we want to make this affordable for people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But we're willing to, I really think that Char could do a lot of help, um, Mm -hmm. help people. Yeah, it's it's me doing this, but I do love it. And it's just a way to help her organization. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, keep the computer updated (laughs) and she struggles every day (laughs) bad boy coming yeah this this is yeah all i do is run out of memory on the computer it sucks but uh yeah so and we love doing this stuff we we love helping people that's what we do we love to help Uh and educate that's our job that's why we're here that's why we're here every friday that's why i'm on every night you know with you guys with different guests to educate y'all y'all but that's why it's, (laughs) it's friday you know I'm looking okay, at my notes. My, I have so many things here. This is my second show today. I, I, I did a pre-record this morning. Also, I want to announce, too, so everybody understands this. The week that I'm in Disneyland, all those shows are going to be pre-recorded. Okay, so you're going to get a full show. It'll be pre-recorded. And in addition, so you're getting, you're getting you know, two for the price of one, because in addition to those shows to watch, I'm going to be going out live at, from Disneyland. So you're going to not only get the live Disneyland feeds, you're going to get the regular show, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a busy week for everybody. You know, just like I taped uh, last night, I taped the show last night because Nancy and I were working on other projects last night, so I had to tape the show for last night. So yeah, you know, so I can't be in two places at once. So that's what happens, All right? But anyway, as we're sliding into the weekend, good thoughts for you guys. Monday we're going to have a witch on a male warlock. It's going to come on warlock with yeah warlock and he uh-huh. likes to educate people about wicca and so we're going to be talking with him on monday his name is hang on i can't see anything it's dark in here today oh there it is it's j allen cross see guys if you wonder how i read all this stuff see i got myself a little you know thing just like they do for tv and real radio um yeah so he's going to be on with us monday 6 30 p.m pacific of course, Sunday I'll be reading the uh, witch book that we've been reading. That book's getting more and more interesting. If only I could like understand what they're talking about, but that's okay. I'm good as I'm reading, but that book's getting more and more fascinating. Okay. Anyway, getting back to this other thing, if you guys want, you know, would like them to do that, either contact you can contact me or contact Nancy. If you guys want to do that, you know, to have that reading done. So yeah, and it's a full reading. It's not like she's gonna. To throw you to the wolves after five minutes or whatever, it's, it, it's a full blown reading. So I mean, it, it's a good deal. It's it's a really good deal, you know. And, it, and then it helps out California haunts as well. All right, you have anything else to add, there, boss? Oh, I really had a fun show tonight. I enjoy okay. this. And, and uh, we're going to be working on. I found a way that we might be able to broadcast the show uh, live to TikTok as we're doing the show here every night. Mm-hmm. So I, I think mm-hmm. I might have found an answer to that. So I'm going to have to play around with it and put some more software on my computer, which is going to have a heart attack, but you know, I'm going to see how that works. And um, that's why the donations, that's why the donations, I need a bigger hard drive kids. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to be playing around with that the next few days and see if I can't do that. Cause it would be nice to be able to be live on TikTok the same time we're doing this lovely show. Right. I mean, we can technically, but unfortunately the way it's set up, they can't hear the guest. So I'm trying to get a way mm. to where, TikTok can be on my desktop, or my desktop can be on TikTok. TikTok. Oh, I said the word. TikTok studio, TikTok live studio. studio. Yeah, so I can be on uh-huh. TikTok at the same time, and they can hear everything that goes on. So we're working on all that stuff. I know you guys don't care. You like it's. TikTok. It's really can be complicated, everybody. I yeah. um. Yeah. <laughs> we were on TikTok <sighs> last night, and I went, "Oh, fudge." <laughs> it's kind of like that 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 one Halloween movie where. After a certain amount of time, the heads explode. That's about where it's at. Oh. You know, with all this technology and trying to figure it out. I'm too old for this. No, I'm kidding. But anyway. No, don't. Don't. If yeah. I can do it, you can too. <laughs> but I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. And I know it's Friday and everybody wants to slide into your weekends. It's going to be a nice sunny weekend for everybody. And I yes. hope you get out and do stuff. I'm taking Christmas, de- starting to take my Christmas decorations out front down finally. <laughs> I figured I'm okay. Yeah, but the you have trees. <laughs> Well, yeah, the neighbor that's catty corner across from me, across the way, his his lights are still on at night. So I put, I figure as long as he's on, I'm turning on. Okay. Okay. Still, so whatever, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not the only guy. Person going to Char's house, you have to have sunglasses on because you got three trees. Yeah. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. 
be along Vegas. I love it. Yeah, but it made yeah. her mother happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then we still do it. Um, so anyway, um, so I hope you guys have a great weekend. But I, I'll see you guys at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. I promise to be live on Sunday so I can read the book. And uh, just FYI, we have about uh, nine hours left in that book with the reading. So another nine weeks, and then we'll be out of that, <laughs> if not sooner. <laughs> and on the Anna Maria Manalo's book. So, yeah, so it's going to get busy here. Anyway, if you like the show, here we go. Let me, let me sit up. I love this chair because it leans back. Yeah, there we go. Ha, there I'm taller now. Look, got a mic coming out of my head. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We are Equal Opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. And again, for the people that have, have come in that maybe haven't seen us before, uh, if you like the show and you're watching from Facebook, Please be sure to share and be sure to like the show and be sure to be sure to follow. Okay. You can follow either at my Facebook page or you can follow at California Haunts Ghostly Events page. Or you might even follow on Nancy's page. Right? Okay. Yes. So there you go. Be sure to follow. Yeah. And then again, we're going to go to YouTube. Okay. Bottom right hand corner right there. That's the ghosty. Click on him. And that will, if you haven't done so already, that will subscribe you to our YouTube page. And uh, lots of videos there to look from, and that will alert you to stuff that's coming up. You can also find me on Instagram and follow me over there at Ghostigal, or Twitter at CalHaunts, or even if you're into TikTok, you can find us at TikTok at California Haunts, all lowercase. I'm out oh, of breath. Pamela, thank you for the love of the show. Thank you. I'm out of breath now. Are you out of breath? I'm out of breath. I, I, I had one little lady on another show ask the girls in the room if I do readings. Of course I do. I won't stop working until I can no longer talk. And hopefully that's years from now. So um, I've enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, I hope I gave everybody new information that they normally don't hear. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like copying what everybody else has because you hear the same thing over and over. So I try to be diverse. And nothing against anybody else because we all do it our own way. You have to. We have variety. Right. So I want to I want to thank everybody for following us and you know the ones that have been diehard and and for everybody that watched tonight I'm George, my good friend in France, gave me a like tonight. Oh, there's three likes. How many likes we got? Three likes. So one of those likes is from my good friend George. Let's see who else. Let's see who else likes us tonight. We got one from George and we got Marisa and George and Pamela. Okay, cool. So thank you guys for the likes. I really appreciate it. You give me likes, I'll mention your name on the air. (laughs) Maybe they don't want to know. know. Maybe they don't want to know. But yeah, George is my friend. I do believe George is my friend in France. And uh, he's been following us for a long time. And I thank you for that. I really do. We reach out all over the world to talk to people and, uh, you know, to, to entertain and all that. So, yeah. But thank you all for coming tonight. And I will see you guys on Sunday evening when we read the book. I'm going to call it the book. So let me get this thing geared down here. Okay, there it is. Remember, I'm blind. I have no contacts right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you haven't already, there is a link in the in Nancy's bio on here that's down below. Come on over and join my Discord. Okay, we have a Discord chat room, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Facebook or anything like that. But remember that AG we talked about, that anything goes thing we talked about? That's right. It's rated anything goes. So if you guys go over sign up for Discord, we will talk about anything goes. That's where we hang out after hours and just chit chat back and Isn't forth. Isn't that called community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who so don't know, what AG means. <laughs> so California haunts Discord, and uh, you guys will you guys who join will be known as my ghostly groupies. In fact, let me let me show you. What are we doing? Where's the button? See, I can't even see the button. There we go. Okay, see. You'll be my ghostly groupies over on Discord. And the ghostly groupies get to talk about anything they want. It doesn't have to be anything about ghosts. It could be anything under the sun as long as it's nothing, you know, scary. Over, well, you know what I mean by scary, okay? Because ghosts are scary. But anyway, yeah. So um, come on over to Discord. The link is in Nancy's bio. I may have to put a new link up because sometimes they only last like a week. So let me know if the link is working for you, and then I'll set up a new link, you know, to get you if it doesn't. Okay, that's enough. I'll shut up and have a good uh, couple days, and I'll see you on Sunday. Good night, everybody.
I love it. Live. I want to hit on myself. I want to get the hell out of here. You can tell. Book of reading. That's the wrong one, too. Uh-oh. Oh, no, there it is. I thought I got rid of it. That works. People are watching this going, what an idiot. Websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com with the N, M, and A capitalized. And you got youtube.com forward slash psychic with the N, M, and P up. Okay. Help get me out of this funk, Nancy Mats. That's the books. Two worlds developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice. And you can get those at Amazon, guys. What happened to the one with Book of Reading with Nancy? I like that one, too. Oh, here we go. We can do that right here. Ready? Yeah, let's I put that, that up. Here we go. Book of Reading with Nancy. There we go. There. Book of Reading with that me. should be first. I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Well, put that up first. That's a Nancy. Yeah, I'll add that in. I, I like that. that. I can add you that did a in. good job. Uh-huh. Purdy. It's purdy. It is. It's, it's just me. Yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> I got a message here. Hang on. Let's see, Jimmy Fry goes. Is, is this a happy message? Happy night. Yes, thanks, Jen. Yeah, it's a happy message. We like happy messages in this house. Okay, guys, this is it. I'm actually really going to push the button now. Okay, so have a good one. See you Sunday. <laughs>